Yo, it's Nick Ruiz, twice self-made real estate entrepreneur. I came up once from scratch in my late teens, built over a million dollar net worth. The 2008 crash forced me into bankruptcy. Then I bounced back quickly again after bankruptcy. This is success from scratch. We talk entrepreneurship here, money, financial literacy, business building, psychological and chess player warfare, real estate entrepreneurship, economic evolution, the laws of it, survival of the fittest, sales and persuasion, anything success. I don't care where you are. Pay attention. This is success from scratch for you. Nick, I'm back. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. You know, we're on a we're on an uphill upswing of episodes here, and I'm kind of tweaking the show a little bit. A couple episodes were just me, but we're we're rolling into some beautiful stuff. And we are talking success, money, entrepreneurship, business, psychological warfare, financial literacy, anything relating with creating success from scratch. I don't care where you are, baby. We're going to get busy. I don't care where you are. I really don't care where you are. I've been from the I've been in the financial gutter and back after bankruptcy. And I've helped plenty of other people do the same. Some of you may know me from alphahomeflipping.com, which is a place where I teach people how to create financial freedom in real estate from scratch. But we're talking Real estate, everything. We're talking everything on this show, okay? And I'm tweaking things a little bit here. You guys know I'm raw and off the cuff. We don't know what we're doing. My feet are up right now. I don't know what I'm about to say. I don't know. I don't have a single bullet point for what I'm, what's happening right now. We're just going to flow. But the beautiful thing is I got my guy Vidal here. Um, and he is going to jump in and kind of sidekick me a little bit here and jibber, jabber, jive, zigzag, whatever. What up, Vidal, though? What's good, brother? I'm happy to be here, man. And that mic, by the way, I got a different mic here, and we're, we're hoping for the sound quality the best as possible. You know, I'm right sure things will get better and better, but uh, you got to get kind of close to that one. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's a good mic or whatever, but how you doing, dude? I'm feeling jiggy like my boy Nick over here, man. <laughs> we, uh, we're, we're, you know, Vidal's going to help me with some content. You know, you guys know, some of you know Young Danazio who was with me, and um, I'm not saying, you know, he's not going anywhere necessarily, but uh, Vidal's got, you know, he's got some skills. And, and we're going to talk, and um, he's going to be on the show on some episodes, and we'll see where this all goes. But um, what are we talking about today, Vidal? Dude, this guy right here <laughs> on your desk, bro, this guy is sick. This is like War of War. That's from, that's from Norway. That's a Viking from Norway, believe it or not. A freaking Viking from Norway. So you yeah. guys can, can get the feel for what's on Nick's <laughs> desk, Okay. And you, you'll get a real feel because we're, we're going to get some video of this uh, podcast show too. By the way, yep. And uh, what's this over here, Nick? That's something my daughter made me—a little trophy. Number with, uh, number plaster. one, number one dad. Yep. See, that's what's up. See, Nick is a family man too. Just so you guys know. So we got the new election in place. <laughs> get into politics, piss people off a little, divide them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hey, listen, Trump's the president. Whether you like it or not, I don't care if you voted for him or didn't. If you're a true entrepreneur, and you know, here's the thing. I want to bring up this election because I think it's important. Um, entrepreneurs, successful people are adapters and evolvers. Okay? The, mm-hmm. I, the bears were brown and the ice age came. Whatever the hell the story is in evolution. And then one, of the, one genetic tweak made one bear white and nature rewarded that white bear. 
nature rewarded that white bear and the brown bears died along with many other i love the evolution analogy and rolling it into business and success i'm obsessed with that analogy because it's the true differentiator so my point is whether you like it or not if you're an evolver and adapter and you know how to adjust your sales when the winds change you win you win so that's the exciting part you know that's the exciting part so we can roll into some beautiful topics here, but you know, I really, um, I get, I've been getting a lot of, uh, people talking about college asking they, uh, so many people ask me on so many platforms, like what Nick, do you think I should go to college? And, um, my parents are making me go to college and you know, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's, there's been an agenda. There's been an agenda. There's been a, there's been kind of a unspoken rule that just that's what you do, right? You right. go to college to be successful. I think that's the quote-unquote, quote you go to college to be successful. You've heard that plenty. And it's BS, right? Well, it is – I'm not going to say it's BS, okay? I don't – I'm not going to – I'm not going to overarch and like just blanket statement say going to college to become successful is BS. What I am going to say is um, – there are ways to create success from college. Okay. So if I said, so if I made that blanket statement, that would crush that. I mean, you go to college, maybe you get a law degree, you become the top lawyer around, or you become a doctor or a heart surgeon. College brought you to that level of success. I'm saying college is not, not a prerequisite for success. I like it, what you just said. It can precede massive success, and that's beautiful. College is a stepping stone for certain successes. But I guarantee you, most people listening, Vidal, right now, they, uh, they just want to they want to create free. Listen, at the end of the day, to me, success, if you can purchase freedom with cash money, which you need. I didn't make that rule. You need greenbacks to buy your freedom. Okay, to spend time with your family, travel on vacations, do what you love, go to that nice steak dinner without thinking twice, etc. Um, college is in no way a part of creating that. If that's what you're going for, if you want true freedom, which I know that's why you're listening and success from scratch, um, you don't need college. Of course, you don't need college. In fact, a lot of th- in, in a guy like me and a guy like many and people like many of you, college could hinder that process. I that I do believe. Depending on what direction you're going, I believe college can hinder that process. Right. And I agree with you, dude, 1,000%. And when I said college is BS, it's that we're sold. We're sold that it's the one solution that you have to do. It's that one stepping stone we all, we all have to take, and it's BS. You and it's mandatory. To. Like, right. oh, you have you want to be successful? Well, go to college, kid. That's step one. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's been institutionalized and kind of in our brain brains and at the end of the day there's a couple things side notes number one college is a for-profit machine don't get it twisted Mm -hmm. college is a capitalistic business private institutions Mm -hmm. for that matter high school private high schools oh my god dude it's insane the price for tuition college is a capitalistic institution for profit they're getting their money baby they're getting their money they're trying to extract the buck out of this world okay um so, but I'm not here to knock college. I'm not here to knock people who go to college and, you know, um, do X, Y, and Z. I'm getting a text here from one of my guys. Um, so here's, here's what I wanted to interject on, Nick. What up? Is, <clears throat> I used to think, bro, that for real, 
it was self-education. You know what I'm saying? That <laughs> okay, Nick just got a crazy text. I got alarmed by some crazy bourgeois. It'll it'll be good though. We're gravy. Okay. What's Savvy Doll? So, dude, years back when I was in my like late teens, early twenties, you go through that self-identity crisis and you're like trying to find yourself you're soul searching you're like what am i going to do for the rest of my life maybe many of you listeners are in the same situation right now young you know and you just have all this bravado swag and you just want to conquer the world and you can think you can do it all, all on your own and that is not true that's what i learned dude i went through a depression nick trying to figure out was i going to go to college was i not and then i dove into i'll figure this stuff out i want to know the truth and the truth of the matter was, I needed to talk to the right people, bro. People like Nick that have and had success at a young age and understand the principles of success yeah. in order to create it for myself. Not sit there and go through this soul-searching BS depression. I just needed to connect with real people that had. Well, dude, the big, one of the biggest success hacks, I mean, there's plenty. I roll out my new book, many of the higher-minded psychological strategies. But, dude, at the end of the day... Getting getting around people that are where you want to be or who are going to the place you want to be. Some people think, oh, I'm going to hang around with only people in the place. It's very healthy and supportive to also be around people that are where you're at but trying to get to the same place. To me, that's just as valuable as being with the people that are um, in that place that you're at. I agree. There's an ecosystem, okay? So... As, as you see someone grow, you realize, okay, these are the steps they're taking. And that person that's growing can see, okay, dang, I'm a lot farther than that, than that noob. Yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah. It's an ecosystem. And this is, this is why masterminds are so critical. It's like that relativity. Like you just, you have, you, you're constantly being recalibrated. Yes. You, there's a constant recalibration, which is healthy. A lot of people are, you know, don't understand recalibration. Calibration is something I talk heavy in my book, by the way. Um, theory of relativity. You know, nothing's nothing's what it is unless it's in relation to something else. I'm telling you, there's a success is so um, analogous analogy. How do you? I don't know what that word would be. <laughs> is analogous a word? Analogenic, whatever the hell it is, analogy. analogy. analogy? Well, I know analogy, but I'm I, what I'm trying to do is analog, success and science. Okay. Believe it or not, are very have are the. I love using scientific analogies for success. Let's just put it that. Let's word it that way. Okay. Gotcha. The point is, what is the freaking point? Damn it! Um, I get off on these things. All of a sudden, it's like boom. I strike when something weird comes up. Um, science, where were we, dude? That's what you're here for, man. Put me back on track. <laughs> okay. No, so no, the science. What was the science thing we were just okay, talking about? So, success isn't just going through the educational system. Oh, recalibration, right? though. A recalibration. Recalibration through relativity. Oh, yeah, Einstein's theory of relativity. Right. He was actually talking about success and entrepreneurship when he produced that, but no one knew. Did you know that? Did not know that. There was a footnote on the bottom. <laughs> no, there's not. There's not a footnote. You're fucking with me, Nick. <laughs> no, no, no. There's not. Um, but theory of relativity. I thought about that. I love diving into these deep concepts. And recalibration and understanding where other people are helps you. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay? So, young money, college, um, 
College is for some people, not for others. What I mean by possibly hindering success, though, is it could take away a lot of hours, dude, that you could be producing and setting your life up in your own way. Right. It's it's. Think of it this way: instead of let's let's say you're in sports and you're practicing for the practice, but the practice is for the game, right? Well, why the hell am I going to be practicing for practice when all I want to do is get into the freaking game? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you get into the game, you're going to know how far you are from where you need to be in a heartbeat. And that's what's going to give you the indicator and the calibration to connect you to what you really want out of life. And if you don't go for it, you ain't going to, you're not going to understand jack shit until you do it. Yeah. And that's beautiful because... That's why I'm so obsessed with making rough draft moves, okay? Because until you make that rough draft move, all you're doing is practicing for practice and practice and practice and practice and practice. But until you make that rough draft move in the real world and stop stop having this post-action analysis, you're never going to understand what you truly need to do. So you just make a move in the real world of creating success, entrepreneurship, and then you react to the real world data. This is what rough draft move. If I had to name a thesis... Well, I guess there's a few, but one of my core theses for creating success is rough draft moves, which rolls into post-action analysis. So many of you are obsessed with analyzing data in your head before anything actually happens. It's not real. It's imagination. But when you make a rough draft move, which is making a move in the real world, whether it's 99% of it is the wrong move and nothing about it's right except that 1%, you actually have something tangible to assess and analyze, and that's what's important. And then you roll into the next step, and you make another rough draft move. Pretty soon, you have a finely tuned freaking Mona Lisa in front of you, where you're like, damn, that started from just th- literally splashing paint on the canvas, and now I have Mona Lisa. Yes or no? You want Mona Lisa? It's a little outdated for me, but it's all good, bro. I think they got that filter on Snapchat now. I, I can make her any second I want. I want you guys to create a Mona Lisa of your life. I want people to have Mona Lisa. And Mona Lisa doesn't come from picking up the paintbrush and finally moving that paintbrush into Mona Lisa. Splash a bunch of brown. Oh, now I'll create an edge here. Maybe I'll create another edge. Maybe it wasn't even Mona Lisa. Maybe it was just brown paint and the guy was going to paint the giraffe, but it turned into Mona Lisa. And that's the beauty of the evolutionary path to success that I believe is that what you start today, you have to understand and embrace the concept that evolution will take place and what your success is going to look like in two, three, five, ten years from now could be insanely different than what you picture right now. And part of it is your consciousness may not be ready for what success is going to look like yet. You need to go through the rough draft moves and the steps in the real world to get there. People don't realize that. And that's, I feel like, a huge holdup with success. A fear, a fear of getting your mind blown, dude. But fear. no, what I'm saying is they're so obsessed with the end result they picture from the guy on Instagram who has sitting next to two red Ferraris. That probably, like they're obsessed with that end result. That he probably rented out and aren't his anyway. In, right. Well, yeah, we all know about Instagram. <laughs> or they take all the money out of the bank. 
Right. And, just and they have a stack of like a hundred grand or not even ten right. grand. Right. And they're like, yeah, the today, today, today's pay. Right. That ain't no today's pay. That's life's savings. Stop BSing people. But you get my point. Right. Say it is legit. Say those are, those are his two Ferraris and he's worth, you know, 25 million. Right. The point is who cares? Number one, because that ain't you. Mm-mm. Nor will it ever be you as much as you want it to be because you have a unique DNA and unique, unique life ex- experience combined. You'll never be that guy. But th- obsessing over that end picture for you could be blocking you from unbelievable pathways that your tunnel vision is not letting you see. And that scares me for you. So stop it. Make a rough draft move today. And let the red carpet of evolution roll right out of your soul for success. Seriously. I, I believe that to my core. I hope you guys can hear the conviction in my voice. I write about it heavily in my book. Um, period. Stop being obsessed with that perfect picture in the end because it will stifle you from unbelievable opportunities. You may get a phone call from someone who says, hey, come over here and look at this. But you're obsessed with those two Ferraris to such a point where you won't go look at it because it doesn't line up with two Ferraris. But that phone call could have butterfly affected you into some craziness in a beautiful direction that you will never be able to experience. To me, that's, to me, that's unbelievably scary. And a lot of you may be in that looking at the two Ferraris. Stop it. That's all I'm saying. Just stop it. Dude, Vidal, yes or no? Bro, <laughs> all right. You said some killer shit. Not just because you're my boy. You know, I appreciate and love you. But think about this. The red carpet of evolution, okay? So Nick didn't say, yeah, do the shit that you don't want to do. Go down that path and then, you know, find success and evolve. You know, that's good stuff. No. Yeah. He said red carpet. Like, why can't that hard, challenging shit that you're fearful of doing, those rough draft moves and all the post analysis and all that good stuff, instead see it as a red carpet? That holy, this, I'm gonna embrace it, dude. I, I've had conversations with some phenomenal people that are doing stuff at an elite level, and you know what? I I hear every time I I have a conversation with them, I interview them, is that they don't see challenges as challenges. They see it as easy fucking shit to do. It's easy for them, and I and I go back to thinking Nick when I used to play ball and I used to work on the hardest freaking move on the court and. After a while, it became easy. Like, I didn't even give a shit about the fundamental stuff. And yeah. that's what every and one freaking baller wanted wanted to do. Let me, right. let me master the, the hardest move there is. And then, the East Bay funk dunk. Right. What they call it? Right. And then, and then guess what? The hardest shit becomes the easiest. The Dominique Wilkins dunk. Right. Dating us, by the way. These cap these kids don't even know who Dominique Wilkins is. You, you Google him. He was a man. <laughs> yeah. Windmill, he had that dunk where he freaking... Did he go through his? Was he around the back and dunk, or was he through no, the legs he was and dunk? Straight power windmill dunker. Windmill. That's what it was. The windmill dunk. His dunks were electrifying. How about do some bounce passes? Let's start with some bounce passes and some chest passes. See, that's the thing. Everybody. Everybody starts on, with that. Yep. Everybody focuses on the, the. Damn, I can't do the hard shit. Just start with the fundamentals. See, that's where I messed up. Evolution. Evolve. Start with the fundamentals. Evolve down that red carpet, like yes. Nick says. It's not. It's not challenging you're gonna blaze a red carpet trail yeah that's, that's beautiful yeah. man it's lovely see how nick sees this shit yeah nick doesn't even see it that way yeah but i'm pulling it out for you that don't see it that way bingo yeah yeah, yeah. no i love that thank you vidal for that because that makes a lot of sense uh success doesn't have to be 
a magical esoteric thing that only those select few people do? Because I know a lot of you look at successful people and you think it's magic or they're just born under the right star. Okay. You create your star and you move forward on it. Okay. You know what? We've been going on for about 20 minutes. Who knows? Maybe this is our time frame. Maybe we go for an hour next time. This is not going to be some structured situation where it's exactly this. Right now, we're probably good for now because we have to handle a few more things. So we're going to wrap up the show. Listen, if you like this show, give us a five-star rating and review. Okay? Give us a five-star rating and review. Hit subscribe. Okay? Those five-star rating and review and pressing the subscribe button help this show reach more people. Send this to a friend. I'm not saying go out on Facebook and blast this everywhere. I'm not trying to beg you for that. I'm saying this. Send it to one friend who could you who, who might like to hear this message, period. Or you know what? Screw it. Give us a one rating review and tell us what the hell you didn't like and we'll fix it. Bam. Whatever's clever, baby. We're here for you. Me and V Money are on the mic to just spit to you whatever comes to mind, okay? And some, you know, uh, based on feedback, et cetera, we'll talk more turkey, okay? Hit five-star rating review. Hit subscribe. We love you. We're going to catch you uh, on the next episode. Peace. (laughs) Thanks again for listening to the show. I really appreciate you guys coming on. Always again, as I mentioned, rate, review, and subscribe. All I want you to do is purchase your freedom. You have to write a check to purchase your freedom. Time and choice is freedom. That's what this whole show is about. So pay attention. Plenty more lessons down the road. 